Hello and welcome to part two of our ongoing Fright Fest 2022 coverage. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good, good man. <laughs> Just, you know, soaking up that Fright Fest. Yeah, we're back. Hopefully you guys have already checked out part one where we talked about day one of the festival, free film so far. But yeah, we're, we're here for part two. Um, and yeah, you should have uh, listened to that because we will talk about the overall festival and why this is a different schedule. So if you're thinking, why are they just going straight into a movie discussions? Well, you should have listened to yeah, part one um, because I'm not explaining that. Normally, normally you have 30 minutes. Exactly. Like we're not going to discuss the merits of, uh, you know, the next year scream for 35 minutes um we do that every other week um so yeah let's talk about right. day two shall we um kicking things day off two. this was obviously our our full day um mm-hmm. so kicking things off in the morning with next exit um this was a european premiere for this one um this is almost a, world premiere almost yeah um this, this was the one wasn't it that that got um aired at a, a virtual festival i have no clue i believe i can't remember i think it was but yeah <laughs> so like it like it was one of the first times it's been put in front of an actual cinema full of people yeah i mean that's the thing a lot of these i mean almost all of these have barely been screened haven't they like if you've seen these it'll either be at other festivals or some sort of digital festival in the last like eight weeks um because so many of these are right off the presses um but yeah and this is a uh, american film this one um which mm-hmm. is oh yeah because obviously scare package was as well um but yeah this is a, a very interesting movie this one a sort of a sci-fi drama i would describe it as um what what is this what is this one about so this one is kind of um yeah starring rahul cooley kind of you know a guy who we are big fans mm. of in the podcast from his kind of um mike flanagan stuff that he's been doing of recent times um where he is uh, co-starring with, is it Katie Parker? Yeah, Katie Parker, got the notes here. Um, Where basically um, there is now a global acceptance. There has been proof that um, ghosts exist and that there is an afterlife, basically. And it's um, basically about the world kind of coming to terms with that and kind of what this means and... Um, this company called Life Beyond has basically set up this kind of, they're the ones who proved the, the existence of ghosts in the first place. And they've come up with this kind of radical study where volunteers are going to commit suicide and um, or, or have assisted suicide and kind of pass into the afterlife. And this company is going to study it. And I never really understood what the merit was of this study. Mm. Like, but they're basically going to, going to, um, just science, and just learning stuff. science and just, just see them transition and kind of learn from it. Mm. Um, but basically, um, we meet, uh, Rahul Cooley and, and Katie Parker, kind of these two complete strangers who are both, um, going on a trip to san francisco both driving um there at, at the at the company's expense and kind of when they get to the the car collections yeah, kind of in a, in a very kind of movie-like way they get thrust together where they end up having to share a car and share this journey to san francisco and kind of the whole movie is basically about these two strangers that are kind of you know ready to die kind of ready to kind of you know, go to this company and, and have this, you know, radical kind of study on them. Um, 
it's about them to kind of getting to know each other, finding out their paths and, and, you know, perhaps finding that they have something to live for. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, this is a sci-fi movie with the word ghost put in with very much, a, a you know, a, a romantic kind of, you know, character study on these two individuals kind of thrown in. Um, but, but yeah, and, and this one kind of, as uh, as you said, this is the first movie of the day of day two. This is you know, it doesn't it doesn't feel that quick, or, or maybe when you kind of think of it. But like you know, it it's less than twelve hours after the evening. Yeah, final movie has started. You know, you kind of ten thirty in the morning the next day. You know, probably what ten hours after you get out of the cinema for the for the last movie, yeah. you're back in there the next day. It, it is a fairly rapid turnaround mm. and um this is a deep movie to kind of get thrown into um because it because it is you know it is dealing a lot with these two characters and it is emotional um and and yeah it really was one that um i, I thoroughly enjoyed i absolutely loved i think it was um you know rahul cooley is just um you know he is a name that, that to be honest with you i think if his name if he wasn't in this movie, I may have looked elsewhere and I'm glad I didn't because this movie was great. But I think, you know, with his name being attached, it made me think like, oh, okay, like I want to see him in this. Um, and, and I'm really glad I did because yeah, I, I thought it was, was a really great premise. I think the whole kind of, you know, the whole ghost thing and the whole kind of proving the existence of ghosts and kind of, um, you know, what, what this is, causing the world to kind of react how people are reacting kind of the fact that we know that that the life we're living right now isn't the end i think is it's something that truly fascinates me i think it's something that's that's um you know very flanagan inspired from his recent works as well and i think kind of um yeah you know that alone interests me and then the fact that these two characters i think they're both instantly very likable and very watchable more than anything you know the, the the two of them are on screen for for the the entirety of this movie this movie you know clocks 103 minutes according to the program um it, it's it's a, you know it's not a short movie and it's two people in a car for most of it um but i never for once cared about the running time i enjoyed the whole journey and i think kind of you know left the movie very satisfied with what happened with these two characters and the journey they went on and thinking about the world that were just kind of created, really thinking about kind of life beyond this company and the, you know, the, the world accepting ghosts and kind of everything really. And, and yeah, really was one where I could have done without having to go into a movie almost straight after it. I would have liked to digest this even more because mm. it, it left me thinking probably more than any other movie for the whole weekend, really. It left me kind of, one indigo when thinking about this one it was it, it was a really good one yeah I, th- I thought next exit was absolutely fantastic i think that it really was the emotional standout of the entire weekend um and certainly in terms of getting across characters on screen i thought these two characters were so well written so well rounded have so much dynamic backstory um so much to get through you know that setup of just throwing two random characters together in a car journey um you know is very basic and they extrapolate so much from that we go to so many different locations we're introduced to so many other characters which are important to our two leads that change the way we see them going forward um 
everything about this movie works i thought that the actual setup is fantastic um i love that in my sci-fi of just a very if you can explain it very quickly like you can with this of like right the, mm-hmm. go- the existence of ghosts has been proven what does that now mean for everyone and even just small little world building moments like you know um you know suicide has gone through the roof and all these sorts of things because people's just outlook on on the world and life is different um it's interesting it actually reminded me of leftovers in a lot of way of just like you just have this very simple thing that is the setup but how does that affect yeah. literally everything in this world because these are the types of things in the world that if you do just ch- tweak that one element it would change so much about the way you literally mm. view everything like you couldn't just suddenly go back to your normal job or your family or whatever and, and go back to your normal hobbies knowing that something like this is that now part of the world for the first time ever um and so the movie does so this would fundamentally like this would just flip my world upside down you know (laughs) as it would anyone's you know just just that that's i think that's the thing like walking out of this movie i'd be like my god if this was true like it's it's probably the biggest question that Mm. most people ask themselves yeah definitely it's a definition of faith and religion and everything you know that's um so yeah keep questioning is like the big question of like well, what's there to fear anymore you know like now that is mm. the big answered question about the afterlife we know and it's kind of that is why like the first our first introduction of it is a positive um experience involving ghosts yeah. and so that is what that the effect that it has let alone the fact that it's you know you're putting two suicidal characters together and those are your leads that you're with and that's a ballsy thing to do um because you're like you know they want you want the audience to fall for these characters and feel for them which they absolutely do but that's a very difficult stopping off point and and that's again one of the many um correlations this has with mike flanagan's work you know that's exactly what he did with midnight mass is like right i'm going to introduce the lead character he's an alcoholic that just killed someone you know that's such a hard stepping off point for to, to then find some sort of warmth and love for a character um and i think that this is probably the best like mike flanagan like i've seen and i hope that becomes a genre yeah. um the the flanagan like yeah, because i think that yeah his work is so powerful i think the only difference is this absolutely nails emotional character development um and all of that stuff without having the horror um because i think that this has ghosts in it and they were always there lingering there's a there's a cool dynamic that there's all they're always kind of like behind you and you see them in mirrors and stuff and that's cool but it's it's not done to scare you and i think that that's clearly the difference between this and something like haunting of hill house that has that exact same level of emotional weight of the characters and what they're going through in their lives and all the you know drama and all that stuff but it also scares the hell out of you multiple times and this doesn't do that like i was kind of thinking will this go in that direction but then once you get settled in with these characters you kind of figure it out like certainly early on okay that's not the vibe of this 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 is purely the emotional weight why are these characters in this headspace you know what has made them want to do this suicide and we learn everything and i thought it was just so gratifying gratifying and satisfying to learn all of these things and and by the we got to the finale i cared so much about these two characters um this movie is absolutely incredible um and it will definitely be one that i want to uh keep on my radar to not only let people know when they can properly see it but i i will definitely be picking this one up because i I already want to see it again um so yeah yeah i think i think um this one for me is one where i I want this to get released more than any other movie yeah um yeah for sure i I really 
I really want to see it again. Like this is one that I'm I'm keen to to see again. Like coming out of Fright Fest and 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 is one where I kind of want people to see it because I think you know you know with with the opening movie that that feels like a no brainer that it's going to come out and mm. then you know with things like Scare Package Two we know that that will be on Shutter yeah but with with this we don't know when you know but I I really hope it's soon because it's fantastic. Uh, I will say as well because you mentioned the two leads. Obviously, we we have we've not not seen Katie Parker in anything, and she was so mm. good as our lead, like absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and obviously with Rahul, like we've seen him in Midnight Mass and Bly Manor in a very supporting role, um, and he was amazing. And so to see him as the leading man in a film and knock it out of the park the way he did, that's awesome because you never know what level you know what is he always going to be good at is he always going to be that extra guy in a tv show but this is a completely different thing to be the leading man in a film and to be this strong um he's also very funny like this is an incredibly emotional movie but they use those small moments of levity with his humor and with definitely the back and forth between the two characters to kind of just give you that laugh when you need it there's so many fun little moments um early on in the car journey that just work on a comedic level before then the movie's like right now now we want to make you cry now it's now shit's gonna get sad and you can learn about why these characters are in this mental state um yeah this this movie's so good like could not recommend this one enough really um hey what though we have we have seen katie parker before have we what have we seen her in yeah we have seen her in the haunting of hill house really what who was she in that (laughs) yeah she has a small part in it i'm not quite sure poppy hill whoever poppy hill is in haunting the phil house <laughs> but... so she is in a flanagan thing as well then yeah she's she's in two episodes right yeah yeah, oh, yeah I'll have to look and she's in dr sleep oh yeah i know who yes she's um the mum of when we silent see... sorry it's i'm sure it's when we when we have the recreated scenes of obviously um our lead who's obviously the child from the shining and, they, and we see like him as a child and it's his mum. i'm pretty sure um... she, she's the mum i don't think so is she not no but silent silent sorry catherine parker is what the name is so i'm assuming she's one of the um like like andy and whatever yeah one of the crow daddy and all of them like i think she's one of them oh okay fair enough um, yeah, yeah, we, we've seen her twice. But anyway, is good, good guesswork considering neither of us can remember it. So it's really useful for the podcast. Um, but shall we move on to the Pierre, next one? Yeah, Pierre Flanagan, that that last movie. Uh, but yeah, next up, obviously, uh, not this was our first one at the Prince Charles, actually, um, mm. which is a movie called Daughter. Um, which yeah, this was kind of what was this on the the upstairs of? Uh, this the was Prince on Charles. the upstairs, which which is just an incredibly tiny screen. Yeah. And it is one where, like, it, it's such a contrast going from that giant screen to the, a screen that's not much taller than, than what we are. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it really is a contrast. And, it, you know, but, but the Prince Charles is just, you know, it, it's lovely to be there and just kind of see that cinema and see that cinema still exist in the heart of Leicester Square more than anything, I think is fun and kind of, you know, going there for the first time and looking at what they kind of show on a weekly basis. That cinema is just so crazy. I wish we had a cinema like that close to us, although yeah. it would be dangerous because we'd just watch, we'd just watch Quentin Tarantino movies every week, basically, if, if, yeah, if, if much. the cinema like that was around here. <laughs> so it's probably good that, that there isn't one. 
Um, I would love it so but, much. But yeah, like, these, I mean, these boutique cinemas are so awesome where they just get to show all this mm. random old stuff all the time for sure. Um, but yeah, obviously the, the screen is small, but it's the room is small. You know, it, it, that's the whole mm. vibe. Like there's probably about five rows of seats. Um, we, we were right at the front yeah. of the row. And so I think that's just it. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like a, a step down. It's weird because we're so far away in the big screen purposefully. And so it was just like, no, this is a smaller vibe. It's more low key. I'd want to see a smaller film, which is what we got. You know, I wouldn't want to see like visitor from the future in that room because it wouldn't feel the same. Um, you know, a big film needs a big screen. Whereas this is, this, this is a low key film which we'll get into and so it, i think it they they nailed it putting it on that screen basically um but yeah this was another world premiere um and yeah this is a this is from the states this one um but mm-hmm. yeah what's what's this film about yeah and i mean like you say i think kind of going into that small screen seeing a very low budget kind of more indie movie does make sense and and yeah daughter is kind of um you know uh, very very small cast set in a you know kind of in a in basically a house for almost the whole movie where basically a um we get introduced to our kind of lead character i haven't got any names from from the program that's what i was just looking at i can't can't think of any names but there's basically kind of um Wait, do we even daughter, get do we even, i was gonna say do we even get names i don't know whether we get names whether it's just mother father daughter and son I think basically it is, yeah. but basically the daughter character we we kind of see that she's been kidnapped and we, we kind of the movie opens with her locked in a in a garage or a basement of this house and with and the father character is basically introducing her saying that like you need to adopt our family dynamic um we're not gonna hurt you we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything horrible to you if you just play along and basically you are going to be our daughter and our our son is incredibly important to the world for an unknown reason at this moment in time. And you're going to help, you know, help him grow up and, and look after him and treat him like your brother. And if you do that, we won't hurt you. Um, I think, yeah, the, the, the actual opening of the movie kind of shows what happens if the daughter disobeys. And, um, and yeah, basically the rest of the movie is kind of trying to, to, unearth this bizarre family and what's going on kind of it you know father kind of says to the son character early on kind of how the outside world has got a sickness and when we see father outside in very limited times he's always wearing a gas mask kind of the image of the movie is kind of them in gas masks um and and yeah it's kind of unearthing what the hell is this family dynamic what has happened to kind of daughter to get her there and kind of why do they, why are they living this kind of weird life and, and how, you know, how can, how can the daughter character kind of escape from it really, you know, or, or will she grow to, to embrace it? Yeah. It's kind of the, the crux of this movie. I mean, um, do you want to, do you want to go into your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it can do. I mean, with, with that setup, that is something that we have seen before. We've, we've seen that kind of hmm. dynamic of it's a, kidnap movie with that family element um it's you know something that you see a lot it's a very classic horror thing and so it it works and so Mm -hmm. i think that okay so the story wise um this movie isn't doing anything you haven't really seen before um so it's a Mm -hmm. case of right how is this movie going to kind of set itself out and this is also an extremely sort of low budget indie movie uh, you can tell watching it um but yeah, I thought it was an interesting one. Like, I think that the performances are all very good. I think something that was extremely noticeable was just a 
constantly long takes um almost the entire pretty much throughout the entire film like i I was waiting for it to go away at a certain point but that was just the style of like almost every scene was just a long two or three minute take on a single shot the scene would play out whatever happened happened and then it would end and go to the next one so it's a very purposeful thing i've not really seen too many movies that have that style of and consistently stay to it um so it was something that is certainly unique about the film. And yeah, I thought it was just, it was solid. I thought it was definitely a competently made movie that looked nice. Um, and I thought that it had good performances. I, I liked the dynamic, but it was when you're talking about, especially the setup, um, it is just, you've, I've seen it so many times. The like, oh, it's a, it's a twisted family. It's the, you know the the guy who's clearly in charge and he's basically manufactured this family and oh we're going to try and turn the siblings on each other or, or or maybe the daughter can win over the mother and kind of where's this going to go and i need like i need some strong stuff in the story to really make this one stand out and it didn't try and do that it very much stayed to it and it was just like no we're just going to make this look as nice as possible which it really does and have very good performances and that's just the level of it so it's it's a difficult one to really talk about because i don't think it's definitely it's it's by no means bad and i enjoyed it. it it's a bit long it's a bit slow and and it's also a bit generic but it's it's not bad i did enjoy it but coming out of it i'm like oh yeah i've seen i've definitely seen this film done better multiple times um i even think back to an old british movie called mum and dad that was like mm. a similar vibe of like okay they've kidnapped this girl and now she's got to pretend to be part of the family and then it's like okay so you're gonna have the and, and that's exactly what this film is of like okay so how much is the the daughter gonna play along but she's also trying to see how far she can push it okay i'm gonna get i'm gonna win over the trust of the parents now they're letting me go to the bathroom on my own they're letting me do these chores on my own and then like oh can i maybe sneak a knife out of the kitchen you know that's something that we've just seen a lot and so i need more dynamicness in those sequences whereas ultimately it kind of played out exactly how you thought it would had like an okay finale and then it was over so i just i didn't really feel too strongly about it either way i just thought this is a a competently made movie from people that are probably making their first movie and they've done so very well but as far as kind of like oh should people seek this out like no you don't really need to see it i'm glad i saw it but i don't i don't think people need to really see it yeah yeah i think um as you said with this one we've we've seen this movie before and um if you haven't like if you haven't seen this type of movie before and this kind of setup you 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 might get more of a kick out of it because it is like like the first time you see it it is kind of you know more exciting i think with this one um the the kind of the bit the the kind of bit that's kind of the, the question mark is the involvement of the other characters. Mm. I think, you know, the dad is introduced instantly is like, I've kidnapped you. I'm going to set the rules out for you. You, you go along with them. And it's a case of, are you the only one that's being held captive or, or, you know, what is the involvement of the rest of the family? And I think that's the part of it. I think what this movie didn't do for me and whether that's whether I missed it, and, and zoned out or, or so I, you know, I don't know whether you picked up on it more, but it, but I really didn't get the whole, you know, the, the religion side of it and kind of the preaching and kind of what, 
what the end game actually was. Yeah. Like if everyone if everyone agreed to the rules that that father had set, what was the end game? You know, what what was actually going to happen like in a few years time or was it that he just wanted to to you know, I I think it was that he just wanted to live this bullshit life and and just he would have just kept delaying that 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 date. That date would have just kept getting pushed forward, but it, it was kind of the, you know, it was the religion side of it and that kind of um you know, cult and kind of following and, and kind of, you know, that side of it that I didn't get. And I didn't really understand what the, what the real threat was from the outside world that he was saying. He was just like, Oh yeah, if you go outside, it's just, it's just, you know, there's a sickness out there, Mm. you know, but I guess that's it, that that's basically all he said, because if that's all you've been told your whole life, you're going to believe it. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of wanted that to be a bit more cohesive and make a bit more sense. And I think, I think if that had of, if that had got me stronger, I would have enjoyed this movie more. I think, yeah, I, I like this movie. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't, you know, one that that yeah, I'd be throwing out for people to see and and, and seeking out again. But but yeah, I enjoyed. I'm glad that I saw it and and I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, I think I think you know, Mum and Dad is is certainly a movie that we both saw, a British movie that 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 we liked a lot. And I think they leaned into the kind of horror and that bit more. And I think with this one, they needed to lean into what, you know, what this religion and what this kind of cult kind of, you know, brainwashing was actually doing. Because I think that's what was missing for me is kind of like, you know, why is the rest of the family? Why is everyone doing this? Um, and, and I think if they'd have just kind of, if that had landed a bit stronger, I think I would have liked this movie a chunk more, but, but yeah, it was still, it was still good. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, not, you know, I, it left me wanting to be a bit better. And like you say, it was a bit long. I think, you know, get the cut down a little bit. And, and if you could explain it, you know, find a way to get that explanation across a bit better then then this movie could be better. Yeah, it's a weird one because it just has all of these like ra- different elements that without ever fully committing to a singular one, like like the whole of oh, the outside world is kind of screwed up. You know, that's very like Cloverfield Lane of like, OK, like I've got you, but I'm protecting you because you can't go out there. So that entire movie is based mm-hmm. around the mystery of whether or not they're lying. Um, and then, like you say, the cult stuff, that's an interesting element. There's so many movies about that or the element of family. And it kind of like the the setup early is good because it has all these things and then it's just our journey of following daughter her learning about these things that don't really go anywhere and then we're just ultimately waiting for her escape um and it's weird that the synopsis for this one says um dark secrets about the past are revealed leading to even more shocking implications about the future (laughs) Like, I just didn't really get that from it. it, it again, yeah, it's I mean, a good film that's very well made, um, and, and, it, and it is an enjoyable film, even though, even if it is a bit long. But yeah, like, in terms of story, I think it, this movie has a setup, and then we just follow Daughter and, until they relatively, mm-hmm. you kind of see where it's coming. I did like the, the definitely the back and forth between the kind of quote-unquote siblings was definitely a strong suit of the movie. It was the strongest um, part of the movie, wasn't it? yeah like that stuff worked it was cool i liked seeing a 
another younger person who's clearly been indoctrinated for longer and is clearly like more accelerated down the path that daughter is on so that worked really well i definitely thought the mother stuff could have been stronger um seeing her dynamic with father and like why that was that just felt a bit weak and unexplained um but yeah it, it was still a solid movie um and yeah definitely a good selection for the uh, the prince charles um mm-hmm. And then yeah, next up, back on the back on the super screen, um, the big boy for uh, a wounded fawn, um, which was an international premiere. Which uh, I'm kind of curious what that wording means, because um, <laughs> we obviously have world premiere, European premiere, UK premiere. I don't know what international premiere is. Can you can you work? Yeah, because we also we also have no. Because we also have. Did you say European as well? We have European, and we ha- we even have English yeah. premiere as well. Exactly, we have English, UK, European, and world. I'm yeah. not quite sure what international means. I mean, I guess it just means like outside of the country it was made in. Yeah, but yeah, is that what? Like, is that what, like I assume that's what it would mean. Right. But, so this is like this is the American movie. So if it's only shown in America. But yeah. why wouldn't they just put European premiere? Does this sound a bit more special, I guess? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe it's not a premiere at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't maybe know. why. I don't know what it is. I was just thinking, looking back now, because there is something interesting about this one, because I think this is right. Um, so, yeah, because we, we've not covered any of the films that we've talked about so far, the director's previous work um until mm. this point obviously we might have for example neil marshall obviously did the descent which we've seen but like obviously we didn't do a show on it um oh obviously yeah, i guess scare package would have been when it because we saw the first one um yeah, but yeah. Th- this is obviously yeah, different because that's like an anthology film um yeah. yeah a wounded fawn um directed by travis stevens um who we covered the girl on the third floor i think is the title um which is a movie that we did not like at all um which was a shame no and that that was a previous fright fest movie that then we caught up on post fright fest yeah is that correct i believe so yeah um it was one that we very much wanted to see because i thought it sounded really cool Mm. um i just did not Mm -hmm. like it um but yeah this is kind of and he's also done another movie jacob's wife and i think all of these have ended up on shudder so he's kind of very much in the shudder family at this point so i'm sure i'm sure this is where this movie will end up um but yeah Mm -hmm. what is what is this film about Uh, i don't know man i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like spooky so, <laughs> spooky artist thing isn't it so yeah but well basically um meredith is this kind of um what museum kind of curator and she is um we meet we meet her i'm, I'm not even going to go into like the opening scene kind of all of that bit but kind of when we meet meredith and kind of the whole the main part of the movie movie we meet her kind of in therapy and kind of something has happened in her date in past, which has kind of caused her to need to go to therapy. And now she's kind of dipping her toe back into kind of the dating world and has kind of um, met this kind of charming kind of uh, uh, bloke who she's going to go away with for the weekend. And she's going to go stay in his cabin in the woods. Um, stop me if you think you've heard this movie already <laughs> earlier in the year. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so she's going to go stay in his, the cabin in the woods. And uh, let's just say that we know from the opening of this movie that he is not quite the uh, Prince Charming that he makes out. Mm. And um, 
yeah, weird stuff happens then. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's probably the best way to describe this movie where, um, yeah, he's definitely not what he seems. She, uh, she, she, uh, has, has issues as well and, and weird things happen. Um, I, I don't even know how to go into it any more than that. Did you mention Um, spooky art? Spooky art. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, spooky art. They're both, they're both like weird artists that like art stuff as well. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, take it away from that. Yeah, I didn't like this one. Um, this was sadly um, not for me, um, but positively the only miss for me of the festival, future spoilers. Um, so, you know, this is the low point. Um, but uh, yeah, it just didn't really work for me. I think it starts off okay. I, I didn't mind the opening few scenes and, the, and the, especially the horror. I was like, okay, this is all right. Um, it is funny that it immediately goes like we, we have this female lead. She's she's dating this new guy. It's going well. We're going to go to this getaway. And she's like telling a friend about it. And they're like, oh, it's a bit a bit early for that, but I, I still want to do it. And it all seems a bit too good to be true. And it is like you joked about it, but it is insane how close it is to fresh. Um and obviously with that being one of my favorite movies of the year and and them just nailing that setup it's always going to be favored unfairly in my head which might be a reason why this didn't work for me and i think that yeah. um, one of the biggest differences between the two movies is the fact that it does that the movie does just show its hand straight away like i get that it's a horror film so it's not like you have to you know oh it's a big shock if he's going to be a piece of shit but like the fact that we do just straight up see him being a, a bad person early on it does ruin a lot of i guess tension that we might have got um you know for something like fresh whereas it yeah. doesn't immediately show you everything about him you know if, if we saw what he did for a living for example in fresh in the opening scene that changes that film completely in my opinion um whereas yeah so with this i'm like okay you're just kind of waiting for shit to happen and then it does take a bit too long in the cabin and then basically this is actually extremely familiar to the other film that we saw of his um which again is probably unsurprising where that why this also didn't work for me um because it, it relies on just a lot of surrealist horror um just a lot of like oh it's a bit weird and it's a bit bizarre and isn't that kooky and spooky and i just that isn't my sort of thing that's not my cup of tea um and it, yeah it didn't work in his last movie and it didn't work here for me um I think that one of the only other things I wanted to mention in terms of why I didn't like it was that I really didn't like the sound design. Um, it, it really is like a... It stands out so poorly for me of how ridiculously over the top it is of like just those classic horror tropes of like someone entering a frame and you hear that loud kind of violin string. Um, Mm. It's so loud and just ridiculous. And then any sort of effect, whether it's like a punch or a shove or just anything that has a bit of sound to it, it feels like they just went so over the top in the sound booth of creating sounds for the film where it really starts to take me out of even thinking about it in that way. And I'm just thinking about the actual sounds and like, Oh, I wonder how they made this sound. Cause it's just so not actually correlate into what's on screen half the time it's just a bizarre choice um which yeah i just ultimately didn't like this film and it's a shame because um you know travis was there he seems like a super chill guy and he's you know his movies are successful as well um like his movies are done well and he's continued he's been at fright fest multiple times people like his stuff and i think that he's now that i've seen two films of his i kind of 
maybe it's still too early to judge but the, the fact that they're so similar for me kind of shows like i think they're just not for me at this point so i, I won't be like going out of my way to see his future films maybe that is a, a bad thing to say but i feel like with girl on the third floor it just shares the exact same dna of why i didn't like that film i didn't like this film either if that makes sense um so mm. yeah, this this didn't work for me unfortunately yeah i think i think this one um i i didn't feel the same way about i i first of all i yeah this one didn't land fully with me though i didn't you know this is one of the ones that i didn't certainly one of my least enjoyable of the the ones we saw but i i, I found the fact that you know that the, them showing the hand early on didn't really affect me i agree with what you say about fresh that if we knew specifically what he did it would change things a lot but i think you know moving away from the comparison to fresh just with a lot of these sorts of movies uh, a kind of a red eye or or whatever these kind of ones where we get this turn i think kind of if you know anything about the movie you're going into if you know you're seeing a horror movie you know at some point they're gonna turn and and so i i wasn't you know that didn't ruin it for me i think kind of that opening scene with him with the art piece and kind of the bidding and then him kind of going there and kind of having the backwards and forwards i found all that enjoyable i found the conclusion of that good mm. the horror good and i found the kind of imagery of this kind of weird bird thing kind of like okay let's find out what that's all about and it, it, you know i was ready for that movie I think then when we get the two characters and kind of, you know, we, we get um, our lead and her kind of Meredith kind of with her therapy and with her friends and then going with him and her kind of nervously packing kind of, you know, the, the, the kind of um, all, all of that scene and her kind of getting in the car with him and everything. I think all of that worked for me. And, and, and I was I was in I was ready for the movie and, 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 and was enjoying it. And I, and I was enjoying when they got to the place and the kind of the meal that was being cooked and her slowly getting more comfortable, but getting a bit freaked out about different things. But then the movie just got weird. And I think the second that, that we get them come, you know, clash and, and then, you know, the, the movie thereafter just becomes so weird and, and, and lost me where I kind of, you know like you say it then just kind of just just kind of throws images and and tropes and and different things at me and none of them really made sense to me where i you know i knew that he was obviously you know seemingly fighting this inner voice you know similar to kind of like red dragon almost you know this kind of he has this burning inside him but you know and this kind of visualization of this kind of inner demon and can he kind of, you know, combat it or not? But but actually, when the movie kind of got going, it just it 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 got weirder and weirder. And by the end of the movie, when when the credits were rolling, I was just I was just like incredibly frustrated. Where I was just like, I just need this movie to end. I think it, you know, the, the, this was the one that we we referenced earlier that that this is cited at ninety one minutes. This movie's not ninety one minutes mm-hmm. that we saw, mm. <laughs> um, and. I just kind of, you know, I, I kind of, it, it felt way longer and it felt, um, you know, for a movie that, that is, you know, effectively a cat and mouse for most of it, just 
it just goes on and on and on and kind of doesn't in not interesting ways for me and it was a shame because i do think as you said i think you know having seen two of these movies now from travis i think there is stuff there i think girl on the third floor was the same where like i definitely wasn't out of it like from 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 get-go you know there are certain movies that we see for the podcast that within five minutes I'm, i'm fucking done yeah you know and i think i think with this one i was i was in it for quite a way you know i was in it until they clash in in his cabin you know all of the setup i w- i was ready for it but then it just goes so weird yeah and i think it just needs to be played um safer you know and just just more cohesive and i think kind of um scale it back a bit in that way and i think i'd enjoy it a lot more um i think it is because a taste because... issue as well isn't it because we we just don't like that yeah, we don't I think, like when I things just so. get weird for the sake of it yeah, I think that's it. You know, I think when we, you know, I think kind of years gone by at Fright Fest when there's something like, um, what was it, Bliss? Yeah. Um, that like loads of people raved about and absolutely loved and it just didn't land with us. And that's why we didn't see that other bloody one. What was that Arrow one that they picked up? Yeah, it was, was it Climax? Um, Climax, yeah. Like we, we just never saw Climax because we were just like, this this isn't for us. Yeah. And like, um, you know, and I, and I think that's the same with this, that, yeah, you know, this will cater to an audience, but yeah, for me, it, it lost me. And, and yeah, what was a disappointment overall by, by the end of it, I was, I was ready to get out of the cinema, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was obviously our first three films of day two. Um, yeah, we've still got loads more to talk about. We're only at the halfway point. Um, but yeah, we'll save that for the rest of the parts. So as I said before, just keep uh, checking the feed because this will be, going across over the next sort of multiple days and weeks um, before we obviously go back onto our normal schedule. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone.